right, ladies and gentlemen, and here we are. We are live. It's Jason and Wyatt coming at you. Wyatt, say hello. What's going on, people? Here we are with, usually we don't typically do this kind of thing, but we decided to throw out, uh, what are we calling this? We're going to call this maybe episode 3.5, maybe a bonus episode Three, for right now? 3.5, yeah, yeah, a bonus yeah. episode for everyone that yeah, loves to listen to us. Yeah, exactly. We, uh, <laughs> we recorded after, basically recorded after, what was that, Wednesday night? And we started yeah. to feel, we had some topics that we felt that we kind of missed out on, and uh, there's just, there's been some more stuff going on, and we felt like maybe it's about time that... We're going to maybe start dabbling into doing two podcasts a week um, just because one doesn't seem like we get it can fit enough in there and just all the stuff going on probably may help a little bit. So, uh, And the people are. want more. Yes. The people want more. Yes, 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 exactly. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> so here we are. We have, a, we have a bunch of stuff to talk about. Um, I mean, we couldn't not say no to this. We, so here we are uh, with another excellent episode here. Uh, you wanna you wanna deep dive into this? You have any anything? You yeah, I'll uh, I'll take. Want me to take the first one? Yeah, go for it. All right. So, uh, it just came out a couple of hours ago that Saquon Barkley, um, this guy just got paid and he is running to the bank and he is running through the brick walls at the bank through all the fucking metal bars and he's just running into the vault because the Giants just signed him to a four year. $31 million fully guaranteed rookie contract, which is pretty much unheard of. And he has a $20 million signing bonus. So Fucking stupid. Uh, that is, uh, dude, this guy hasn't even played a snap in preseason, and he's already got $31 million in the bank just ESPN, because he's got yeah. um, quads the size of my fucking TV. Oh, yeah, the, his quads are fucking out of this world. But, I mean, this dude, like, ESPN's already, re- like, ranking them. They had the, was that a poll or whatever of all these players, the best best starting lineup in the NFL under 25. And he got he jumped over the likes of, like, Zeke and yeah. some other dude. But it's just like, come on, man. Like, at least give this guy a chance. I, I hope he does well. He is He was pretty good in college. But I, I don't know. I feel like the Giants may try to rely on him. Too much hype. Yeah, the hype train may be a little too fierce for him to try to compete with, even with those big yeah, I'm surprised. Like I'm surprised they didn't put him as a uh, Madden cover athlete already. This guy just feels maybe he's entitled to it already. Oh, you wait, you wait. It'll happen. They'll have a special edition they'll come out with Saquon Barkley yeah. edition. <laughs> yeah, for real. But as we have this new age enter with Saquon Barkley and the other young cats coming in this year, um, we do have to tip our caps and the bid. Avoir or farewell to uh, good old Revis Island. I never thought I'd see the day. Real sad to see it go, but uh, he is hanging it up officially. I think it came out a few days ago that he's hanging it up. Yeah, didn't uh, didn't he try and retire like last year and then he came back for a yeah. couple of games? Yeah, he's been. Yeah, I think he's he's doing the Brett Favre approach, kind of, but it doesn't work as well for a cornerback once you lose that speed. Last year, he got absolutely yeah. toasted. You could tell. he was Last, last couple awful. of years, I think. Oh, yeah. I went to go see him a couple years ago when I went to go see Colts first Jets at uh, MetLife Stadium. He was getting absolutely – I'm pretty sure he was still on the Jets. He was getting absolutely roasted. He just couldn't cover anybody. He was getting pretty yeah, old. I think that was, 
That was the year after he came from the Patriots and won the Super Bowl, I believe. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was. But the, the I had some good times playing with that dude in Madden. He was he was electric when it was when it was Revis Island in the prime, man. But uh, it's good to you know it's finally good to see him hang it up. I mean, hopefully he does get that Hall of Fame ballot at some point. I think he does deserve it. Yeah, he should. All the shit talking yeah, he does, he was a good cornerback. Yeah. Um, and as he's retiring, we also do have some big news out of the Colts locker room. <laughs> Andrew Luck is cleared for football activities. He's going to be throwing normal sized footballs now. Can you believe it, Wyatt? We've been waiting for I, almost. I three don't years. believe it. I can't. Yeah, I can't. Uh, I can't wait to see. I, I mean, I'm going to the uh, Colts Patriots game week five. I mean, that's even if this guy's still alive by then. His uh, he made sure that pilot line is terrible. Then. Yeah, the O-line yeah. still hasn't gotten any help. We'll see. They've gotten – I think they've picked up a couple pieces, but they're uh, – Yeah, they, I know they drafted an, an O-lineman in their first pick, I think, in the draft. Yeah, it's a, they're a far cry from where they were back in the Peyton Manning days, Jeff Saturday and such. But uh, that uh, – yeah, we'll, we'll see how that goes. I'm not really holding my breath. Um, this has been a on-and-off-again type of affair for the last couple of years with him. Um, and this injury, no one really knows what goes going on. Half the time, I don't even feel like the Colts front office or half the people in that camp understand what's going on with him. Um, no, so they this, usually don't. Yeah, this kind of just came out of left field. So I mean, I'll I'll just kind of just hope for the best. I guess it's all I can do at this and, point, right? And honestly, I I like him. He's uh, one of the few quarterbacks that have kind of that's gotten out of college in the past couple of years that I um, actually think has some potential he just gotta you know stay upright and yeah uh, that's not very easy and maybe get a couple good targets yeah yeah they uh yeah they they definitely need like a marvin harrison dude come on they got ty hilton Hilton isn't too bad yeah that's true let's just forget about him he is he's been filthy um, yeah, no, I usually grab him on fantasy draft. Exactly. He usually – but if he doesn't have – I mean, they do have Jacoby Brissett still, so, I mean, there is – it's not looking too bad. I do like Jacoby. I think he's can develop into a good quarterback, but uh, it will be nice Obviously, to see he, number 12. Obviously, he was under the fucking – he was under the GOAT for a little while. So. Yeah, how can he not be great, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Talking Speaking about – being under the GOAT. Yeah, you took it right out of my mouth. Yeah. Yeah. Just like something else came out of the mouth. Hey. <laughs> and into the mouth more like – your boy. <laughs> yeah, so uh, he was seen with a porn star. What was her name? I, I don't remember. Kiara, I'm going to butcher but Kiara Mia. She has some big ass titties and a fat old ass. Yeah, so I can see why she's famous. She's like 40 something now, I think, or something close to it. Hey, uh, you know, whatever. Good, Good for the kid. Yeah, he's getting paid now, so, you know, hey, you might ballers do baller things, right? Hell yeah, and he uh, he is doing some baller things. Oh yeah, it's like sticking his balls in places where they probably shouldn't be. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Playing hey. with big old fucking jugs. <laughs> oh, and she's real. she's a star of uh, a couple of nice movies I've heard. I I know one is was it like Bra Busters Four, and then uh, I forget what the other one was called. There's some funny ones. Yeah, I wish I wrote them down. There were some really funny porn porn movies she's been in, but uh. Good for Jimmy G, man. He deserves it. He's a great guy. He's a phenomenal. Jimmy G spot, bro. Yeah, that's gonna be his porn <laughs> name. You just wait. He'll be a sexy hey, ticket week like a year I'm, from now. I'm sure I'm sure we'll fucking it'll be sooner than that. <laughs> yeah, for real. But yeah. 
it was uh i just kind of had to i sat back and laughed when i saw that and then you saw and then her snapchat she posted that snapchat when the girl takes scrunchie off her wrist to put up her hair you know what time it is <laughs> so you know hey. you got a good old licking <laughs> and here's two uh envious guys just talking about it exactly <laughs> cheers to us right yeah hey whatever yeah fuck it but uh Moving on, we have so it's official now that the cover athletes of both 2K, NBA 2K, and Madden have been announced, and they are Antonio Brown from Madden, which I think that's it's good. It's better it's than seeing the Patriots uh, for the last two years between Brady and fucking Gronk. But whatever. Don't hate us, you hate us. Hey, whatever. And then for 2K this year, you have so for the regular edition, you do have Greek Freak. But if you want the special edition this year, it's gonna be Come all on, the pronounce his name. I know you're fucking uh, bouncing Ante, around that. Ante Katumbo. I can't. I butcher it every time, so I just call him Giannis Ante de Kumbo. Mm. But uh, something like that. Yeah, you got better than I did. But uh, the thing is funny about this is. Uh, it's interesting because you've heard of these Madden curses, and there's a little bit of a 2K curse. I think the Madden curse is a little bit more popular. If you go back in like the past, uh, had to be past three or four, um, do, 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 uh, 2K cover athletes, they have not been with that team that they like were on the cover with by the end of the year. That's uh, that's a little startling for a lot of teams then. Yeah, because, what was it, last year was Kyrie, and he got traded Kyrie. once he got announced? Yeah, yeah. and then um, KD. That's right, KD. And then, um, fuck, I forget the other one. Was it LeBron? The year before that, I think it might have been LeBron, wasn't it, maybe? Yeah, it could have been. I'm not sure. Yeah, so, uh, I mean, the Greek freak already came out. I heard, I follow him on Instagram and stuff, and he was saying that he – he doesn't believe in the 2K curse. He doesn't think anything's going to happen. I I certainly uh, hope not because this guy is a freaking freak to watch. Oh, yeah, he is. He, has his shooting improved at all? I haven't followed him too much, but I knew that was one of his big things was his shooting can, his game was a little, was a little soft sometimes. Yeah, he's uh, de- de- developing a, a decent um, mid and three-point game. Um, but, you know, just his defensive skills and just you know, fucking – dude probably takes him like – 10 strides to go from coast to coast on the court. He's That's, like, uh, he reminds me of Kevin Durant. If Kevin Durant wasn't a twig, you know what I mean? Like yeah. he's got some meat on his bones and that dude, his brother, actually Greek freaks brother is he's with the Mavericks. I think he signed with, he got drafted. Yeah. Too, and He's actually, he looks almost like a junior version of him. So um, good for those guys. Good for uh, Ante Katumbo and uh, Antonio Brown making the covers. Hope the best for them. Hopefully nothing bad happens, you know. Knock on Dude, wood. The fucking Steelers, Steelers better fucking hope that nothing happens. Because if uh, you can't re-sign Bell and fucking A.B. goes down, you guys are going to fucking be tied with the Browns at the end of the year. Yeah, they're, uh, you're going to be <laughs> for real. Maybe the Colts too, depending how this whole Andrew Luck thing goes on this year. Yeah. But uh, so there's now – so the big news coming out of the NBA, it looks like, is Mello. Finally, there has been these rumors and reports for a while, but finally in a bizarre, weird turn of events and typical NBA fashion, it seems it's kind of like common for things like teams to do this lately, is Mello got traded to the Hawks from the Thunder, and the Hawks immediately are going to waive him just to take on a salary and kind of lessen the bird on, burden rather on uh, the Thunder, which I found interesting. Which- which I really don't understand that. Like, it doesn't 
make sense to me. But. From what I saw, it really just has to do with like the salary cap. It has, or no, the luxury tax. It has to do with the luxury tax on the team, and by them by them trading him to the Hawks, the Hawks take on a salary, and so now the Thunder don't have to worry about the luxury tax, which is a whole bunch of fucking numbers and bullshit. And you know me, I'm not good at that shit. But uh, from what I've seen, it looks like that. Plus, from what I've heard as well, um, so Schroeder, they traded, so they're trading Melo, they traded Melo to the Hawks, and then Schroeder is going to the Thunder. Um, Which and he's Sh- only twenty four, and he's actually, he's he's decent. He's a decent pa- uh, backup point guard, and I think he he will learn a lot from Westbrook. Um, oh, for sure. I bet you that would actually pay off for him. Yeah, I hope it does. I've always liked him. Um, he, but I, from what I've heard, the Hawks wanted to get rid of him that way. They can, they want to run. Uh, who's that? Trey Young and Trey Young. Yeah. Jeremy Lin in the in the backcourt, which to me is a little, little bizarre. Again, I'm not the biggest NBA fan, but uh, that's a little. I mean, you you definitely watch more than I do. It's just very odd to me that they want to team those two guys up together instead of Schroeder and. Trae yeah, Young. well, I mean, I guess if you can get fucking Lynn Sanity back uh, it would pay off but that guy has been kind of uh, bouncing around from team to team for the past like three or four years so I yeah. think he's kind of not washed up but he's just not what I think that they think he he's gonna be he had yeah I think he had that big season with the Knicks he had that somewhat breakout year and uh, yeah it was, it was only like it was only like six weeks yeah it wasn't was even actually, like, crazy. really good yeah. So that's very odd that they're uh, that they decided to do that, but it is what it is, and it looks like now that Melo is getting waived from the Hawks. Um, it looks like the major target is the Rockets could possibly sign him. Otherwise, uh, it does. I did Dude, I hope he goes to LA. It look nah, it could be, but from what I've heard right now, it's more looking like either the Rockets or possibly Miami. Which I don't know why he'd want to go to Miami at his age. Probably because it's fucking nice weather out and he, he's, yeah. I mean, he's a bum anyway so now he could be a bum on a beach yeah i mean he did just how much did he steal from the thunder with this like 32 million yeah, it was like uh, it was something crazy i don't even know yeah it was some ridiculous thing and he didn't have to do really anything so uh i mean good for him you get paid you get paid but uh yeah i feel like he's just kind of riding out his days now and he's either going to look for the easy route possibly with the rockets or just live it up in south beach for however long else he decides to play which yeah. hopefully is only another year or so I hope he fucking goes to LA with LeBron, just so LeBron can. That's another fucking fat ass that he's gonna carry into the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm waiting for though is this is the time of year in the next, uh, within the next month or so, you start to see uh, Mello. I don't know, remember last year? Hoodie Mello. Hoodie Mello, man, he's gonna make yeah. stuff. Hoodie Mello. Dude, if if they could make that into a uniform, then then the Lakers would, you know, fucking cream. The Warriors, but uh, you know, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. If he could just, if they could allow him just to wear that hoodie during games, it would. It just takes his game to another level. Uh, it's kind of ridiculous. But uh, talking about staying on this line of guys that are getting paid, your boy Marcus Smart looks like he is getting paid. Four years, fifty-two million. Um, I think it's it's kind of hard to say that that's overpaid. Like, I think looking at it. Just seeing four years, fifty-two million for Marcus Smart—that's overpaid. But he—he uh, he has a lot that, like, you can't teach these young kids. He's got the grit and the attitude, and he brings so much of that to the Celtics. Um, granted, if it was me, I really wish it would have been like four years, forty million. But um, he—he uh, he brings a lot to the table. 
So uh, good for him that he got paid. Yeah, I mean, I, he was – he did seem like a pretty crucial part in them making it so far in the playoffs as they did last year um, with, you know, Kyrie going down and stuff. It seems like him, Jason Tatum, and, uh, of course, uh, Scary Terry. But, uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, good for him. It's – I mean, you're, you're, you're the, the resident Celtics fan of this podcast, so you probably know better than I would. But uh, it didn't really look is... like he was looking that much from other teams. No, yeah, he um... – Yes, he's a restricted free agent, so obviously um, he can go talk to any team and they can give him an offer. And then he goes back to the Celtics and say, the, this team offered me X amount of years, X amount of money, and um, no team even talked to him. He had to go to a Las Vegas Summer League game and talk to was it, the Brooklyn Nets front office, one of their guys, to even create some media attention that he was talking to some other teams. So there's really – like no interest in him, but I mean, that's probably I guess more it is. surprising than they offered him such a big contract. Yeah, I mean, he could have uh, taken what if he didn't get an offer? It's like they signed like a one-year, six million dollar contract, something like that, and then you're a um, unrestricted free agent next year. But uh, I think there's supposed to be quite a few big names next year, so uh, there's that. Yeah, that's uh, – I mean, good for him. Hopefully – I mean, I did see a video the other day uh, – or yesterday, I think. I don't know if you saw it. Gordon Hayward is, is uh, back, oh, yeah. Shoot. back yeah. on the court. Yeah, he looks like he's uh, he's healthy. I mean, you never really know yeah. until they go into an actual – Yeah, I was going to say, it's, it's pretty easy when you're not getting defended by anyone or yeah, running up and down the court. <laughs> exactly. So, uh, hopefully, hopefully he is healthy. Um, hopefully he can come back and, you know, maybe they can actually get to uh, the finals this year and actually contend. Yeah, one – one really interesting, interesting thing that, like, you wouldn't think, but Marcus Smart is actually the longest tenured Celtic on the team, and he was only drafted three or four years, three or four years ago. Yeah, I was gonna say, six overall pick. Like yeah, I was gonna say he's. It seems like he's been there for a while, but yeah, good for him. Even more being a sixth round pick and you know making bank, it's very hard. It's very rare. I feel like you see guys in the NBA that, you know, later in the draft, they get drafted and stay well, with no, us. no, 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 no. He was the sixth pick overall. Oh, sixth pick overall. Okay, my bad. Oh, yeah. sixth pick. Okay, yeah, no. so. Yeah. Um, again, good for him, and uh, hopefully the Celtics can actually, you know, hopefully they can stay healthy and, you know, get something out of it and actually, you know, make it a little further than they did last year. Ball is going to ball. But that's for sure. Talking about ball is ball and uh, moving on to MLB news. Big news coming out after the All-Star break. It actually came out, I think it, I want to say it came out, that's part of the reason why we decided to do this podcast, is it came out probably the night we posted it, on Wednesday night. Yeah, that, the night or the, or the day after, I don't remember. Yeah, Machado to the Dodgers um, for five prospects. Uh, it was like a couple, it was a third baseman, like an outfielder and a couple pitchers or something like that. Um. I was. This was a little surprising just because I had heard up to this point. Like, I know the Yankees had been looking at him for a little while, but I figured they probably wouldn't just because he's got the year left. Um, and then there was – I heard before the All-Star game there was a handshake agreement supposedly with the Orioles and the Phillies. And then out of nowhere, I, the news broke that he was going to the Dodgers. So, uh, very interesting. I guess it goes to show that the Dodgers really are – they want to make a push and they are looking – they want to try just... to get something going. I just think that's kind of a hefty price for a uh, four-month rental, if you think about it, you know? 
Yeah, but have you seen, like, I saw, I saw, I, this was, I mean, this was probably a couple months ago back in May, but when I went down to Arizona, I saw the Diamondbacks face the Dodgers, and they looked awful. Clayton Kershaw was their ace, and he was, he got fucking destroyed straight up. And I'm pretty sure he, he went on the DL, like, right after that. Yeah, he and did. I'm yeah. pretty sure he's, he's pitched, like, a couple of times since, yeah, but I think he's back on it. Yeah, he's definitely had some problems. You could tell he just wasn't – he wasn't Clint Kershaw that, you know, you're used to seeing that's contending for the Cy Young and, you know, things like that. But uh, so I guess it does go to show that the Dodgers – I did check the other day, and it looks like the Dodgers were – they still were. Yeah, I think they're in first the place, right? Yeah, they were still there. So, I mean, uh, they definitely – it looks like they're trying to beef up the roster a bit because they want to still seem relevant. Um I mean, at the end of the day, at this point, the Dodgers just better hope that those five prospects don't work out and that Machado signs with them. Because if he doesn't after the end of this year, uh, I don't know, especially when you have someone like the Pinstripes and Brian Cashman looking to dole out the money for him. Like, they, it doesn't seem... Like they do with everybody. Yeah, and there isn't really a whole... To my knowledge, there isn't really too much of a salary cap for baseball at all. Yeah, no, I mean, not with those guys. They, they'll offer... Everyone in their starting lineup, three hundred million over six years. So yeah, and Machado definitely. It would be nice to have him. Um, just to have a like a to have all star shortstop again would be really nice. Um, it He's would third be baseman. Is he third baseman? I thought he was shortstop. Yeah, pretty. And maybe he flip flops. I'm not sure. I thought I he was he, a third he baseman. Might, he might flip flop. I thought because I think he played a few, at least a few games. For oh the yeah, no, I th- I think he was the one that wanted to be a third uh, a shortstop, but they put him at third base or something. Along those lines. Yeah, same thing happened to A Rod when he went over to the Yankees. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, if he does move to the pinstripes, I hope he does. It'd be nice to see him, but uh, it'll be interesting because there's been many a great man before him that have made their move to the pinstripes for big money and have just kind of sucked the dick. And they will keep doing that too. (laughs) Yeah. So at least for, for what? There's like, what, four months left of the season? A few months left? Yeah, it's going to be. Yeah, four, three or four. Yes, we're almost in August. Hopefully, he doesn't buy a house. I guess they'll be telling if he buys a house or not, whether or not he plans on staying. But uh, <laughs> he's just looking to—he's looking to change out that shitty East Coast Baltimore weather for the summer for some nice LA weather. Hey, yeah, I don't blame him. I bet oh, you Kawhi wishes he was there with him too. Once those uh, Toronto winners set in for sure. Yeah, but uh. Um, Speaking about the Yankees, though, um, you do you want to? I'll let you take this over because you were the one that was telling me about this. Very interesting. Okay, yeah. So there's a a thing that I saw that uh, I'm a huge Red Sox fan. I grew up idolizing Pedro, and uh, now he is mentoring uh, Luis Severino for the Yankees, and he helping him unlock his potential. And so, you know, we looked up his stats. I know Severino's been nasty. He's 14-2 and two with a 2.31 ERA. Well, so, um, that, yeah, no, that's, uh, that's pretty nasty at the right after the All-Star break. Um, I mean, that's, that's good. Pedro mustn't really know his stuff. If, I, I wish we should have looked up Severino's uh, stats from last year to see, like, what they were compared, you know. Because I, I really don't know, so. Yeah, it was uh, – he – I think he was doing decent last year. Um, it, it's very – it is kind of intriguing, though, that, uh, you know, someone – you know, everyone considers – you know, me and you grow up, I'm a Yankees fan. 
um, you're a Red Sox fan, but Pedro back in the day, I mean, being a Red Sox or being, you know, a Hall of Famer Red Sox guy, he uh, helping out a Yankee, which is a little, I guess, for the diehard Red Sox fans, I'm sure that's probably kind of sticks in their claw craw a little bit. They probably don't like that too much. I mean, yeah, I saw this thing where uh, I don't know who it was, but um, it said for their uh, that they, they really don't mind that he's helping a Yankee out. But I mean, I mean, I guess I can't. I don't. I don't really mind either, just because that guy. That like that's respect that he's doing so nasty. So it is what it is, and hopefully, it doesn't come to bite us in the ass in the playoffs if uh, Red Sox Yankees go. Toe to toe. Yeah, I mean the way he's been playing, though he's been. Uh, I mean, or the Red Sox rather. The Red Sox look like they've been killing it. Looks like the other day they just hit their uh, what 69th win. Ha ha. Ha giggity. Yeah, uh, they, they, they won. They won today. Uh, I think their last I saw they were four and a half up on the Yankees. But I mean, there's yeah. two months left to play, so. Sure. And I mean, there's still the wild card too. But uh, yeah, just for reference, actually, I just looked it up. Last year, it looks like his season totals. He was fourteen and six. He ended fourteen and six uh, with a two point nine ERA, and he had so he got a, a little bit better. Yeah, he had two hundred thirty strikeouts, and right now he's at one hundred forty four. So I mean, if he keeps it up, probably on pace to pace. do that. Yeah, yeah. Um, he definitely looks like at this point he could be contending for a Cy Young, which would be nice. It's been a, been a damn near while. I feel like since the Yankees have had a Cy Young winner in their camp. Um, I think CC was the last, and I don't even think he won it with the Yankees. I think he won it with the Twins, and then went to the Yankees. So uh, it's nice though to see him see him pitching well. Uh, hopefully for the Yankee side of things, hopefully they can kind of figure some stuff out uh, to kind of improve their their pitching a bit. Because I mean they have Severino, um, and then you do have Sabathia, who's kind of hit or miss, and he's getting up there, so it's hard for him to really dominate like he used to. Yeah, I just saw his uh, birthday was either today or yesterday, and he just turned. 37, 38, something like that. Yeah, big boy. pretty old for a pitcher. Yeah, big boy still gets after it, though, so I do have to give him credit. But, yeah, then fucking Sonny Gray, let's not even talk about that asshole. He just – another guy that went to the Yankees and just couldn't live up to it. Bust. Yeah, what I've been hearing, though, is we have a guy in uh, minor league, Sheffield, that uh, possibly – there were some rumors that with this whole Machado thing going on. Gary Sheffield? Gary Sheffield? I don't know. If, <laughs> I don't think he's related. I don't know if he's related. Kind of should, probably should look that up, but whatever. Probably not. Uh, yeah, but no, he's he's been pretty filthy in the minors. Um, so he could possibly pay, play a role maybe later on this year or the next few months, uh, coming up to the majors for the Yankees and maybe getting in the starting rotation and really do some work for us. We'll see. I hope not. Fuck them. Yeah, it would be nice, though, in the playoffs to see that classic Yankees-Red Sox rivalry, though. It's been a long time. Yeah, yeah it it's would. One of those. I live for that shit. Definitely. And, yeah, I guess we'll have to wait and see. Yeah, but uh, keeping with the line with the MLB, um, they it's, this this article was funny. This uh, this came out this came out the same, I think. It was, like, right the after the All-Star break, yeah. Yeah. Uh, they it broke that so there's this whole Q rating thing and it just ranks you know um, athletes and how popular they are supposedly in the article I read that Mike Trout is supposedly as popular as Kenneth Fareed um, which is fucking surprising because Mike Trout is meant to be one of the best and is one of the best players in the major leagues currently so I uh, I was watching some baseball thing um, it, I th- it might have been the all-star game and um 
puts Mike Trout up to bat, and they were talking about how good he is. And since 2012, I think he came on to the scene. Um, so that's been what six years. And they listed where he's finished in MVP voting since then, and he hasn't finished out of. Um, he's been first or second uh, five out of the six years, and then I think the, that uh, year where he was the lowest, it, he was either he was either third or sixth. I can't remember, which is crazy to do in six consecutive years. Yeah, he's filthy. Like he, I mean, it's so. My take on this is a few couple things. Like one. I don't know how much I read into the fact like Kenneth Fareed is as popular as Mike Trout. Uh, I kind of yeah, more Kenneth Fareed's a fucking scrub. Yeah, like come on, like Kenneth Fareed <laughs> and Mike Trout. Like I feel like they kind of just pick somebody and like you know maybe if you went to like you know you can't compare him to maybe like a John Wall. So I feel like they just kind of went like pick Kenneth Fareed, just kind of make it seem a little worse than it is. Um, I think the bigger yeah. problem here is, though, is that the MLB just – I think they do an absolute crap job out of all the leagues, a shitty job of promoting their star players. Well, um, you know what I was uh, – sorry to cut you uh, off. Um, what I noticed is um, – so, like, I listened to a local radio um, radio broadcast Monday through Fridays. I usually catch them for, like, two hours a day. And, you know, they, they'll always talk Red Sox because they're fucking hot right now. And you – I noticed when, so I listened to all the callers, they'll call in and say stuff. And, you know, like, um, it sounds like the average guy that calls into that radio station to talk Red Sox. I'm not kidding. He's probably 55 to 60. They're, they're old. They don't do technology. I mean, fuck, I tried telling my dad how to take a picture on his phone. And it took me 10 minutes to tell him how to do it. So. <laughs> yeah, it, it also doesn't help the fact that he is in, I mean, he's in Anaheim and they are rebranded as that. Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim or something like that, but they're still Anaheim. It, he's in a lower market. He's not in a major market. Um, Trout typically tends to be a quieter guy, um, which is fine. He yeah, does yeah, a lot definitely. of great stuff. He does a lot of great stuff, and he lets his work speak for himself. But I think at the end of the day, the ML and then like the worst part about it is the MLB came out and they basically just you know called him out on it. They tried to call him out on it and say it's all his fault when in reality works both ways really like the guy plays phenomenally i don't know what else you want from him he does have sponsorships yeah. and it's like yeah you gotta maybe think about promoting your guys more like i it's i just or feel like making the game part. more uh make make the game more interesting i um, i went to a red sox game last saturday and uh for a birthday present my mom got me and we got uh was it 15 20 rows behind home plate and like like i you know, I'll go to me and you have been to plenty of Red Sox games, oh, yeah. but it's just, it's, it's just so boring. Like, ugh. It like is, I, I uh, like to do it. It's a really good atmosphere, but like it takes four hours and it's just so boring. That's why they invented beer. Good buddy. That's uh, that's exactly. Oh, yeah. why. No, no doubt. That, that's why I pretty much black out before I go in every time. <laughs> yeah. You get a couple, you know, Fenway Franks and, you know, they're in, you know, it, dude. Yeah. and motherfuckers, I got two beers right when I walked in, two beers, $23. Oh That's yeah. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. I get it a 30 is. pack of Bud Light for that. If I wanted I to fucking stoop I, that low. <laughs> for real. But I will say I did like when I went to the Diamondbacks game, they do have, I mean, they have some value options. Like you can actually go there and get a $4 beer and the seats are dirt cheap. I paid. We sat third baseline, um, probably five rows up from third baseline. I think I paid maybe 50 bucks a piece for those tickets. 
That yeah, is when, uh, me, crazy. When when me and my dad went to Cleveland last year, I got uh, two rows back right behind uh, the Red Sox. Um, is it the Red Sox were there when we were there? Right behind their batter's box, and I think we paid. It's like seventy-five bucks a piece for the fucking tickets. Which, if you go to Fenway, you want to spend seventy-five bucks, dude. You're right under the scoreboard on the fucking bleachers. It's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Fifty rows up. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's but, whatever. Right, though, now we're but, getting uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, we subject here. Yeah, back in though, but. Uh, I don't know, so I don't know what the deal is. I know that after the um, commissioner, the MLB, posted a statement about uh, the statement about uh, Trout that the Anaheim Angels came back and kind of fired back at the MLB and said they're not really doing their part, which, again, is fair. But they definitely – I think in general they definitely need to do something. I feel like a lot of younger kids – there are kids still playing baseball, but I feel like it's hard to get people to go to a game, especially when it's something like the Red Sox that are expensive in general. It's – it's not as action-packed as, you know, a lot of other sports. Even shit, soccer is mean, a little more action-packed than that. Yeah, yeah that's, that's debatable. Unless, that's unless it's Spain. And besides that, it's usually a pretty action-packed game. <laughs> yeah, but I, uh, I saw this thing. I mean, recently it's been a really hot subject that um, baseball is the, the most unwatchable sport um, in, in the U.S. and uh, – Actually, basketball has taken over as the most popular. They have overtaken NFL. NFL is kind of going downwards a little bit, which I can see. I don't think uh, the NFL is like I love watch. I love fucking sitting on my couch on a Sunday with my fucking nuts hanging out of my shorts and drinking a couple <laughs> beers and, and you know checking my fantasy team. I think that's why most people like it. But um, NBA is ten times better than any sport on right now, in my opinion. Yeah, no, for sure. And it's, I mean, one of the things too is that I don't think people pay attention to enough is I think one of the reasons why NBA has flourished is because on social media, they, and other things, they allow people to use their clips and highlights from games and post them on social media and share them. Whereas the MLB will shut your shit down if you try to use it. Um, The NFL kind of does, they're a little more lax. Uh, I don't know where the NHL stands. I know the UFC is super fucking strict. If you're not on their payroll, or paying them or doing something good for them, they will just shut your shit down instantly. Um, so yeah. I think that that's a big thing too is trying to get you know the younger generations and these millennials kind of incorporated into it a bit more than they do. Well, I mean, um, just be, just because you said millennials, do you want to uh, roll that into your final thought? Because I mean, I think I hit just about everything that. Yeah, I think do. we uh, covered just about everything for you. So yeah, um, <laughs> I'll uh, head into this one. This is a. Uh, this one really, this one made me laugh. Was it, was it yesterday or the day before this happened? Uh, probably the day before, yeah. Yeah, I want to say, yeah, I want to say, but it looks like the, uh, so the Montgomery Biscuits, which are, they're the affiliate of, who the, you said the, it's the. Tampa Mar- Bay Rays. Oh, Tampa Bay Rays. Yeah. Yep. So they, so they had a. Yeah, double A, they had a, a millennial night, which included, which is just fucking ridiculous, but included avocado burgers, selfie station. Dude, hey, I mean, Brady eats avocado ice cream, so I'm, I'm intrigued. That's true. TV 12 method. <laughs> what up? <laughs> but it included also a napping area, which, like we said, we, like we were talking before the podcast, in my opinion, you have a couple beers in the, in any place in the ballpark is a fucking napping area, so I don't yes, know. Especially because it's so fucking boring. My God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and they're also, for whatever reason, decide to give out participation ribbons. Yeah, I didn't understand that. That was the only thing I didn't really understand. Like, But, I mean, I, it, it's just like a funny story. Yeah, it, 
it is it's a funny story for multiple reasons i i don't know i the funnier thing though is probably the fox article i read about this is saying that millennials are outraged after bas- after baseball team advertises millennial night um i know i no wasn't too outraged. outraged over that it's a double a team and honestly like i see like what they're trying to do they're trying to build some hype around the team being double a like you need yeah, to trying to get people to go to it yeah, like I know a lot of ho- like minor league hockey teams will do like their Star Wars theme nights and have like special jerseys and like one team last year did a SpongeBob one where they had SpongeBob <laughs> jerseys, which was actually pretty cool. That's awesome. But That's this is cool. this is almost maybe like a step too far. Um, I feel like there was a little bit nah. too much of a stretch. It is what it is. Like it is funny, but I wasn't too outraged. Me and you were both considered millennials. Uh, I don't know. I don't another day in the I think it's funny. I think yeah. it's fucking funny. They're making fun of all the snowflakes out here. Fucking that is true. Whatever. But the part, <laughs> that participation ribbon thing definitely that that probably made me laugh more than anything else. Yeah, I didn't really understand that. I like the fucking napping areas. That was <laughs> yeah. funny. Yeah, I would like to see pictures of what that consisted of. Uh, yeah. Like blankets on a cot. You have a few cots and a blanket. <laughs> oh, like, you got someone it. someone sitting on a chair by a cot, fucking ready to read me a bedtime story with warm milk. <laughs> you better believe it. Otherwise, there ain't no fucking napping area, motherfuckers. <laughs> uh, that's awesome. Um, I just wanted to – you said something. For some reason, it jogged my memory that I saw this thing. The Anaheim Ducks are celebrating their 25 years of being Oh, uh, yeah. Yep. Did you see that they are now going to – this whole year, they're going to have the uh, – Mighty Ducks, like, uh, symbol back or whatever the fuck it's called. Well, they have their alter. I don't know if it's going to be back, of, like, the whole year, but they last, last yesterday they announced their um, alternate uniform. And yeah, some people yeah. are a little pissed off about it because their alternate uniform is um, – it's a homage to their to their old school one, like their original uniform back in the nineties when they were originally like the Mighty Ducks. It yeah. has, you know, that goalie mask, duck bill and stuff. But the thing that people are really mad about is it almost looks exactly like the original. But instead what they did is if you notice on the shoulders, instead of having the classic logo like they used to have, it's their new duck bill. It's their the Webfoot D that they have. And it does kind of look a little odd. Um it, it's still a cool jersey. I kinda like it, but yeah, they're they're supposed to be doing that because I guess this is their silver anniversary, so it's going to be 25 years now that they've been uh, active. Yeah, yeah. Which uh, good for them, but uh, actually, I'm hoping possibly next year, maybe heading out to Anaheim. Uh, girlfriend's got a conference out there. Maybe we'll be able to catch a game or two and uh, cop me one of them jerseys or something. That'd be nice. All right. So, um, for my final thought, I just wanted to fucking blast Tiger Woods because you know it's been 10 years since this motherfucker has won a, uh, a major championship. And it's so annoying that every, you know, what, what is it? When do they have a, a big championship? Every three weeks or so, you know, call it. Call well, it I don't fucking know weeks. every week. It's some stupid. Yeah, it, it seemed it, so, um, like, you'll listen to the major sports media, and they're all saying how Tiger's going to fucking, this is the week that he's going to come back, and he's going to win it all, and we're going to see classic Tiger no motherfuckers this guy is washed up he's um how old is he he's gonna be in his 40s by now oh for sure um so he has been washed up ever since he fucking crashed his car on thanksgiving and fucking cheated on his wife and and you know that then he's fucking he says that um his back always hurts but you know his back is fine on fridays his back is fine on fridays when he's uh 
you know, three shots under the lead. But then on Saturdays when he fucking falls on his face and then he's, you know, fucking seven over, then his back fucking starts to hurt him. And um, I fucking I've had it with this guy. I just want him to <laughs> like he should have just gave it up fucking 10 years ago. He hasn't done shit since. And, you know, granted, this week he, um, he, he finished in sixth. Yeah, he, yeah. he, he so, surged uh, back yesterday. Yeah, I will, and I will so, say, I, no, keep uh, going. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Keep going. No, no. Um, so I just think that, like, I'm just fucking sick of seeing this guy. Like, it's time for like these new guys to, like, you got uh, Spieth, Milk, um, uh, fucking McElroy, McElroy, yes, and um, Dustin Johnson, and you know, there's a there's like a handful that these motherfuckers could just, just one of them has to step up and uh, take this this moment and run with it and they, they, they'll be the next great thing. But every time, like, you know, McElroy will win one and then he'll fucking fall on his face for the next six months. And then Jordan Spieth will win one and then he'll fall on his face for fucking a year. Um, just someone has to step up and fucking grab it and they'll be the next fucking, the next great one. But you know, it is what it it's, is. It's, I mean, to just my, my side of it from what I see is, you know, Tiger's Tiger and like, you know, he was, at one point he was the great one and whatnot. And maybe he does Which, need to hang it up, but... I think the big thing here is, though, is, and I think the reason that these, like, the reporters and, you know, the PGA and stuff keep promoting them and keep building them up and stuff He's is... He's the only one that puts fucking asses in the seats. That's he why. He came back this year, what was it, earlier in the year? They had the big one at Augusta or whatever it is. And yeah, the Masters. The Masters. And the view, from what I heard, the viewership went up. The ratings went through the roof. They had more people at the Masters than ever before to watch the game, all because Tiger's back. And the bigger problem i think here is, is it's kind of like the mike trout thing with the mlb they haven't really found anybody that can take over like he can yeah. pass the baton over to and like you know carry it on there's no one that promote is promoted as heavily as tiger woods is i mean i was just getting bombarded before we went uh, live on the podcast for on instagram for one of those ads for nike they already have a new tiger shirt out like it's it's just absolutely ridiculous so it's i think that's probably the bigger thing here is as long as he's willing to you know tie them shoes up and hit them balls he's gonna he's gonna put well, asses in the fans and they're gonna keep talking about him well you see like the big guys like tiger and uh jordan and rory and dustin johnson and you know all these guys pga pays them to show up to events yeah. so even though this guy he like what was it last year he was like he was like 150th in like the uh the ranking of golfers like that's not very impressive. Granted, I can hit a fucking golf ball about right 40 now. fucking feet. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, now he is. But I'm talking about, like, last year. And they're still paying this guy. And, and people still want to see him. I, I really don't see the big deal. Like, I didn't really like golf when he was the big thing. But um, I don't know. I'm just sick of fucking hearing about this guy. Yeah, it's just one of those things. Like, no one – and part of it is – and, again, it's like what Mike Trout. Like, Mike Trout doesn't really promote himself, like, outside. Like, personally, he doesn't try to, like, do extra, like, LeBron and, like, some of these other major athletes that you know about, like Antonio Brown. Oh, he Brown doesn't have to fucking – he doesn't have to do that. Yeah, but and that's but it's also the name. Like that name, it's like whenever it's like when people talk about LeBron versus you know fucking Michael Jordan. Michael. Like every, everyone knows who Michael Jordan is. Everyone knows who fucking Tiger Woods is. And I I think part of it yeah, is exactly too, that. Yeah, go ahead. But, but part of it is too is I think with um, the PGA and stuff and golf is this year especially they've gotten like the players have been getting a bit more flack for kind of being a little bit of fucking snowflakes and pitches. 
yeah, because they're getting mad because uh, they're doing their backswings and stuff. People yell and whatnot. And, like, I understand you're trying to focus. But, like, go to any other sport and tell me in, like, to have the tell the crowd to be quiet. Like, they are on their feet all the fucking time. NFL, NBA, like, it's very rare. Shit, they go to take free throws in the NBA. Most of the time you see the home fans in the background just, like, fucking going crazy and stomping their feet and shit to distract the guy. That's like saying, um, uh, when were the Seahawks? When did they have all their fans? Uh, uh, three or four years ago. Yeah, they still kind of do. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, all their bandwagon fans jumped off, so <laughs> yeah, because they're true. kind of losing all their. Day. But um, remember that was the hardest stadium to play in. So like, imagine being a quarterback on fucking third down in the fourth quarter, down by fucking two points, you know, within the fucking thirty yard line, and like. You're, Tell you're gonna say to the referees, hey, just uh, can you hold up some shush cards? We, me, we, we need to huddle yeah. up and you yeah, know, can talk you call the crowd to shut the fuck up? They're being a little too loud, they can't <laughs> need my head. And it's like, like yeah. I'm looking right now, like this dude, like Tiger, for example, came in sixth, he tied for sixth. His purse is ten million dollars. These dudes still are making fucking bank and they're just little fucking snowflakes. And part of it is they come from country clubs and shit like this, and it's like golf's just kind of a different it's animal. Just a, it's a fucking, it's like a rich boy sport that's what it is it is that's what i mean you go and we just drink beer and suck at it yeah pretty much and you know smoke a little weed (laughs) (laughs) yeah we don't do that (laughs) no yeah weed's bad for you yeah no (laughs) (laughs) devil lettuce But, but uh, that, that's my note, rant. I could probably go on for fun. yeah <laughs> we're gonna cut you off before three hours long into this still talking about tiger but uh yeah. is there any anything else you uh you want to maybe bring up anything oh, else? there's one one quick thing um yeah. i just wanted to say and i was gonna say um i saw the stat uh joey Votto of the of the reds um for the past was six seven eight years i don't know um he has popped up seven times the oh, average yeah, person that. pops up 115 times a year. That's crazy. Yeah, Just, Joey that's Votto. What I yeah, Joey Votto's sick. But I saw that too. That's pretty good. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I don't really know what to say besides that, but that's that's pretty fucking filthy, though. That's way better and, than I uh, can do. Yeah, no doubt. That's even at a fucking batting cage when the fucking machine throws it at 15 miles an hour for us. <laughs> <laughs> it, just one other quick note that, uh, like I kind of want to talk about but we've decided it really wasn't worth it um Atlanta Falcons pay Julio he's worth it not yeah. sign him to a fucking extension come on guys pull your head out of your ass that's otherwise, all I wanted yeah otherwise they're gonna be fucked for sure but uh yeah, yeah on that note though I think it's about time for us to wrap this up um it's been a blast uh this again this was a bonus episode for now um, we're gonna probably look into doing this. You think we're gonna do two episodes a day a week now? Yeah, I think uh, two episodes is good. We gotta get get the brand out there, dab. You know, dudes and brews, yeah. dab. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, spread the word. Um, I mean, yeah, we're gonna we want to get rocking and rolling here, so we want to pick up some steam here. Uh, like I said, only doing one podcast a week. We realize that now with more and more news coming out, it's kind of where by the time it comes out, there's like seven other things that come out, and so we're kind of old news. So. Um, probably looking to do in the future. We're probably going to be starting now, maybe do like now with two, maybe do like a Thursday night one and then do like a Sunday night one. Maybe. Eh, maybe. I don't know. I, I was thinking Saturday with, uh, with the, cause you got Sunday night football. So got to catch that. Yeah. Well, before, yeah. But in the meantime, maybe before football starts, we'll figure it out. But yeah, look yeah. for us. The second episode will probably be, or the, the second episode of the week will probably be sometime between Saturday or so. 
Um, Tell your friends, everybody. Spread the word. Yeah. Uh, we are. Please subscribe, rate, comment. Uh, we'd love to hear what you guys have to say. We do have an email, um, so feel free to email us, dudesandbrews307 at gmail.com. Uh, it's all one word. We'd love to hear what you guys have to say. We're curious. Um, give us a shout-out if you want to let us know what days you maybe want to hear it more. Um, we'd love to you know, just kind of get a figure out like get our feet wet yeah get our feet wet and figure out like uh, a little more organization to this um we are on all pretty much all the major networks we're on anchor google podcast breaker pocket cast radio republic spotify and stitcher 